Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about hormonal issues that I ignored throughout my competition prep or just while dieting. So maybe you are currently dieting right now and you feel like some things are kind of off of your body. Maybe that's your energy. Maybe that's just with how your body's responding. And I want to tell you that you're not crazy and that it could be something further going on. Now, I am a pretty stubborn person. I am a workhorse and I tend to kind of forget to listen to my body. And I want to make you guys aware of some red flags to listen to and not to constantly ignore them because when you constantly ignore red flags, what can that do? It can blow up right into your face. So let's go through some hormonal things and physical things that my body went through while I was dieting for my prep. And again, if you're a chronic dieter, someone that's dieting or someone who even competes, then this will be a great podcast episode for you. So when I started my prep in 2019, I had been prepping year after year after year for a long time. And I had a big diet history. So that's basically how much time I've spent in a calorie deficit. So over those last five years, I've spent majority of them dieting for reference. Um, I started my prep after my surgery as well. And I also had a big life stressor going on with like a big breakup at the time. And I still was very determined to go in and prep and win my pro card. But what happened was my body had had enough and it needed time to heal. So let's start with some of those first red flags that I started to see. The first one would be I was hitting weight loss stalls very quickly. I remember losing weight that first week of prep. And then after that, I was not losing weight for literally eight weeks at a time. Like it didn't matter how much lower my macros got. It didn't matter how much higher my cardio got. My body just was unresponsive. So I don't want you guys to think that if you stall out for two weeks that you're in a plateau that's not necessarily a plateau. Um, And you also have to take ownership too of like, am I drinking enough water? Am I monitoring my stress? Am I sleeping enough? Am I taking the supplements I'm supposed to be taking? If that's like a check mark, yes, 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 with all of those, then yeah, like there could definitely be something going on. Um, So that was the first red flag that stuck out to me with my prep was my body was being very stubborn and having a hard time losing weight. The other red flag was just chronic fatigue early on. I remember being like 12 weeks out from my show and feeling very tired. Um, Part of this could have been through the emotional trauma that I went through with my breakup at the time or just like the moving and I was going through like a lot of life changes. So that definitely could be contributed to the fatigue. Um, But I just felt really tired a lot. And that's not really normal for me until I reach around eight weeks out. And it was just happening really early on. 
The other red flag would be weird bouts of bloating. I would find that I would not be as sharp in the morning where like my lower stomach didn't look as defined. It was like I had the blur effect on my body. I don't know if you guys have ever used like photo editing apps before, but it's almost like someone had like a slight blur all throughout my body and my lines didn't look as crisp and my stomach just looked really bloated and it didn't matter if I was fasted it still looked bloated and when I would eat the bloating would get really bad like really bad I did like a whole post on bloating in like 2019 too you guys could probably go back and find it and I legit look like three to four months pregnant it's wild so I had a lot of bloating I had a lot of gas and I would have to go to the bathroom a lot And I never dealt with like constipation. I know that a lot of people deal with constipation when they diet, but I had the complete opposite problem where I was like having to go to the bathroom all the time. And I almost felt like dehydrated with how much I was having to go. And I think my body just like was not able to digest food properly. It seemed like it also had some intolerances as well and just so you guys know like some food intolerances that you develop in like a fat loss phase or just throughout your life sometimes you can reintroduce those foods and not have any problems but some foods that would like really mess me up were like lettuce and green beans and egg whites and um literally I feel like anything was just messing me up dairy was really bad I vaguely remember (laughs) getting this like low calorie ice cream here in Florida. And uh, as soon as I got home, I had to run to the bathroom because I felt like I was going to poop my pants. So yeah, my digestion was like a shit show to say the least. And that was not normal for me either. I was like never dealt with that before in my life. So let's go on to more severe red flags. This is probably around four months into dieting with all those symptoms I'm talking about. Now, the other thing would be my sleep. So I wasn't able to sleep well. I would always like wake up super early naturally, which is not normal for me. Um, When you're having like poor sleep, like not only can that affect your fat loss, but it just like affects your mood and energy throughout the day. I also started getting sick more often. I would get migraines, I would get a light cold, and I developed the flu in the summertime. So having like a compromised immune system is another big issue that could be like a hormonal issue going on. And lastly, I think this was like the biggest red flag for me and then made me call it quits for my competition prep. Like I had to let go of my stubborn Taurus nature and just like relax. And that would be my hair was starting to fall out more and I lost my period. So at this point, I had had enough. I felt like I put my body through the ringer and it did not matter how hard I dieted or how much cardio I did, my body just was shut down. It was not responding. It was not happy of me. It looked inflamed. It looked stressed out. And I was just not enjoying the process anymore. And when I'm not enjoying something for a prolonged period of time, like what's the point of doing it? I was like suffering just to suffer and it just wasn't worth it. So let's go through some of those red flags. Um, 
a lot of times people will have poor energy, but they don't realize that that can be something wrong with like cortisol. So cortisol is your stress hormone. And if you have like chronic, really high cortisol, it can burn out your energy. So if you find that you can't sleep throughout the night or you wake up and you're tired despite sleeping like nine hours a night, if you find that you're reliant on caffeine, like that's a huge red flag and it needs to be addressed. And maybe there's something going on with your cortisol there and you should definitely, you know, get that looked at. Um, the other thing too, is like, you can't diagnose yourself by looking in the mirror and like being like, Oh, like I have high cortisol. Oh, I have estrogen dominance. Like you don't know that you have to get some blood work done and then they'll run your labs and you can look over everything. And ideally look over everything with your doctor or coach who is trained on reading blood work. Um, the other red flag is digestion. This is why with my clients, I have them share with me all the TMI details with their digestion. And that is because we have been like conditioned to not pay attention to it. Where if we're constipated for a week, we don't think twice about it. Or if our bowel movements are little bunny pebbles, like we think that's normal. Or if we're um, pooping our pants, <laughs> like what I was talking about. We're like, oh, I guess that's just normal for me. And it's not. Your digestion, like you should be having a bowel movement at least one a day and two a day. If you're having five, six a day, that's not normal. And if you're not pooping at all, that's not normal. Um, Some doctors will say like, oh, well, if you didn't poop for the day, like that's normal. It's it's really not because the only way that your body can push out excess estrogen and even toxins is through your gut. And that is only going to be released through a bowel movement. So you really need to pay attention to your bowel movements. Make sure that they're regular. Look at the shape of them um, and look in the toilet when you go. Like, don't just ignore it. Like, that is a, a crucial sign of, like, something is going on on the inside. Um, the other thing is a loss of period. I've talked about amenorrhea so many times on my podcast but I still think that a lot of people ignore the fact that you've lost your period that's just a sign that there's a lot of hormonal issues going on odds are your energy output is way too high so that's how many calories you're burning in a day or um, your energy intake is too low so that would be how many calories you're consuming in a day so if HA is going on you know if you lose it in a month that's okay, I guess, like short term, but like if it's going like three months, six months, a year long, the longer you are in amenorrhea, like the more negative side effects you can have. And I do know people who have developed like osteopenia where their bones are super brittle and they break them super easily. And, um, I just had this happen when I was taking a gymnastics class. So if you guys have been following me on Instagram, you know that I've been taking a gymnastics class one time a week. But this poor girl, she landed down with her foot internally rotated and was very obviously broken when we heard a big snap. And um, she did have a history of disordered eating and that definitely could have led to her weak brittle bones and she was like notorious for hurting her ankles and like always having aches and pains and that's another thing like having aches and pains like being in pain all the time is not normal and it should be addressed um 
And the most important, I would say, was like hair loss. This is something that is, I think a lot of women take super seriously because I feel like we love our hair. But I um, remember running my fingers through my hair and, you know, it's normal to lose a few strands here and there. Like naturally we kind of shed. But when I would like pull on my hair at the ends, I remember pulling like 10, 15 strands at once coming out. And that just was not normal for me. And I love my hair so much. And I didn't want to lose it. So that can be a sign that there's something going on with your thyroid. And um, you definitely need to get it looked at. So why am I talking about these red flags? It's more so so we can focus on your health goals, just like when you're chasing your physical goals. And sometimes we get into this tunnel vision where you'll get to that phase of, I'm going to do whatever it takes to reach my fitness goals. Um, I'm going to outwork anyone around me. But that's not always the best thing you should be doing. And learn from me. Like That's exactly why I'm making this podcast episode. Learn from me. It does not make you weak for needing to work on your health. It does not make you... um, I don't know, like a failure for needing to take a step back and work on your health. Because if your health isn't right, like you're never going to achieve those physical goals. Like, let's be honest, like if your hormones are a mess and you are drilling yourself into the ground, like, do you honestly think you're going to be able to reach your goal? And heck, let's say you did reach your goal. Do you think you're going to be happy? Probably not. So you need to really prioritize your health. Now, how to go about checking your hormones. You have to take into consideration if you're on birth control or not. Um, I was never on birth control, so I, well, I should say, I shouldn't say never. I hadn't been on birth control for years. So when I had blood work done, like my estrogen, progesterone, all of that wasn't impacted from taking a hormonal type of birth control. Um, but still regardless, like you can get blood work done and take a look at at least your cortisol and some other levels like your thyroid, like just get it checked out and, um, be an advocate for your health, explain your side effects to your doctor. Sometimes doctors will look at people that look quote unquote healthy and they think, well, why would you need a blood panel done? Like you look healthy, but I think that's kind of a slap in the face because it's like you can't tell if someone's healthy just by looking at them. Um, You know, it'd be like someone having cancer for like that's like a really sad comparison. But like you can't look at someone on the outside and be like, oh, they have cancer, you know, unless they're currently going through treatment. But like they do. Um, And I think that doctors need to, you know, really listen to their clients. and honor that because I've had so many clients where their coach, not not the coach, their doctor has fought them with wanting to get blood work done. And, um, you know, if you're constantly going through this battle with them, I would recommend going through like an independent lab just to get it done. And yeah, you might have to pay out of pocket, but you really should be making your health a priority. So instead of, you know, getting to this place Um, let's talk about like ways to diet smarter. So if you're going to diet long-term, like maybe you have a larger amount of weight to lose, um, let's say like around 15 pounds or more, then you need to incorporate higher calorie days and even, um, diet breaks. So that's going to be 
focusing primarily on carbohydrates where they are going to go up on certain days or even for weeks long in duration. You shouldn't chronically be lowering your calories all the time and never incorporating these higher calorie days because that can lead to more hormonal damage. And um, with females, our bodies are highly adaptive. If we were, you know, in in the wild (laughs) with a famine going on, um, odds are the female is going to outlive the male because of our body fat stores and because of how adaptive our body is. So that being said, you have to have those higher calorie days in because it prevents these lower adaptations. And a healthy metabolism is going to help you get to your goal. It's so funny too when I hear people trying to diet super hard and they give themselves such a short window because it's like, okay, well now you're just like escalating until you hit your chronic plateau. Like, I just don't see the point in doing that. You should be dieting nice and slow and have a more sustainable goal. Now, when it comes to fat loss, you should not be losing three pounds a week. You should be moving nice and slow. Like I said, a half pound to two pounds per week. And that depends on the person's height and their overall body mass. Like if you're someone that is 250 pounds, you will be losing weight at a faster rate in comparison to a female that's 140 pounds and five foot. So it is what it is. And males tend to lose fat faster than us ladies, which, you know, love that for us. But um, as for other things, you can supplement to help your hormones. And I'm not going to just throw out a supplement protocol to whoever is listening to this podcast because that's probably not in alignment with what your body needs, but you should be supplementing in order to, you know, be smart in your fat loss phase. Now that's going to look different for everyone though. Like I said, for me, this competition prep in 2021, I am taking so many supplements. I am not used to taking this many. I'm taking some to help with my estrogen dominance. I'm taking some to help with my cortisol. I'm taking some to help with my vitamin D levels. Um, I'm taking some to help with my immune system, so like vitamin D. And I think that's the main ones for now. Oh, and... I'm going to start incorporating a probiotic here shortly to help with digestion. So you should be taking some supplements to help with, you know, hormonal issues if that's something that you deal with and even digestive issues if that's something that you deal with because you need to promote overall internal health. Like I said, if you're healthy on the inside, you're going to look healthy on the outside. Um, And the last thing is you have to weigh out the importance of your goal Um, if you're chronically dealing with hormonal issues and you think that you can diet through them, I want you to reevaluate your goals and do a pros and cons list because is it worth sacrificing your health? And let's be honest, when your internal health is being sacrificed, mental health can go as well. Like when my hormones were super out of whack, like it was the biggest mind mind F I had ever experienced. I had never had my body be such a bitch to me. Like I've never dealt with that before and it sucked. And it was really hard for me mentally because I felt like I couldn't win. I felt like I couldn't outwork it. And, um, I was being stubborn and I thought that I could. So 
it comes down to your ego as well (laughs) and dropping your ego and allowing for yourself to heal and get your health in the right place. And I just really encourage it because I can't tell you how many people I see who have run themselves into the ground, completely ignore all these red flags and, um, they need help and help and healing is not going to come from dieting. You will need to reverse diet in order to heal. And I have talked about my reverse diet a lot on this podcast, especially this last one, because it was over a year long in duration of just really pushing calories. And, um, you know, if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be in a healthier place that I am now. And it does pay off. Does it kind of suck in the moment sometimes? Yeah, of course. But like I said on my Instagram story today, sometimes you need to take a detour to your goals and that's what a reverse diet is going to do. It's maybe not the most convenient route that you thought you'd take. You know, you pop up your Google Maps and that's the route that you thought you would take towards your goal body, but now it's telling you that there's construction going on and you have to take a detour, that detour being your reverse diet. But you got to just embrace it. It's not to say that you're not going to get to your designation. You're going to get to it. It's just going to be a different way. But guys, make sure that you give Beyond the Bikini a rating and review. That's the only way that we can grow here on iTunes. I also want to let you guys know that enrollment for my Get Fit in Six Spring Challenge is happening here shortly, starting March 5th. So what the Get Fit in 6 challenge is, is it's a great way to jumpstart your fitness goals. If you're needing help with macro tracking, tracking calories, training, and you want a community to help support you, then the Get Fit in 6 challenge is for you. This challenge, you do receive custom macros. And if you're brand new to macro tracking, you will be given a set calorie requirement to stick with. And it's also based on your goals. So if your goal is to reverse diet or to lose weight, or maybe it's to get stronger or even maintain, then this challenge is for you. There are no meal plans in this challenge, but it does dive in heavily into macro tracking and teaching you how to properly flexible diet. And you'll also have access to me in the Facebook group where you can ask unlimited questions and even a private check-in with me halfway into the program. So the program is six weeks long in duration, and this check-in happens at week three, where I assess your progress and make changes to your program if needed to keep you progressing. So guys, if you want more information on the challenge, I'm going to link that down below in the description. It's a great affordable way to start coaching and getting help towards your fitness goals. And guys, I hope you had a great week and tune in for the next one.